last episode of the series and at the end we're going to the beginning. The beginning of the Bible that is. We're hitting up Genesis and to see how Jesus is better than Adam. So let's go straight to Bible time. They're back. Daniel and Lois are sharing with us from God's Word. Let me encourage you to take a Bible out and follow along if you are able to do so. Two readings today, again to grasp the person we're thinking about, Adam, and then check out Jesus to help us see how Jesus is better. So, what are you reading for us today, guys? This Bible reading is from Genesis 3, and I'm reading the NIV version. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realised they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from him among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labour you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree which about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food, until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve, because she would become the mother of all the living. The Lord God gave garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim and a flailing sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Hello, this reading is taken from Matthew chapter 26 verses 36 to 46 in the ESV version. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful. Even to death, remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, 
he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Never, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you may never enter temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of the sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Thanks you too. Haven't they been great? If you want to be one of our resident young people in potential future episodes, then please get in touch. Email me, phil at suniteco.uk, which I'll also put in the show notes for this episode. Question time now, and so if you feel the need to pause and write down your answers, and possibly you're the type of learner who loves to write and journal, then let me encourage you to give that a go, or to try and think back to previous episodes and write out what you remember, and even share with the person that you're doing this with. So here are the questions for today to direct your conversations together. And as always, feel free to ponder your answers until you get the chance to talk together. Or equally, if you're together now, just hit the pause button, then I'll share some of my thoughts on this one. One more thing, keyword for today is obedience, the aspect of obeying. And here's your questions. What does this passage teach us about God? What does it tell you about Adam's relationship with God? How do you think Jesus is better than Adam in terms of obedience? And what does it make us want to pray? Get ready to pause because I'm going to read them again. So pause and write or pause to chat. Here they are. What does this passage teach us about God? What does it tell you about Adam's relationship with God? How do you think Jesus is better than Adam in terms of obedience? And what does it make us want to pray? Obedience sounds like such a boring word and it's because of what we may think about when we think of the idea of having to obey. So there's obviously things like lockdown that may come into our heads. But even in school, it could be to do with top buttons in, shirts tucked properly. For adults, it could be to do with taxes and listening to the government. But obedience is important. Even thinking about sports people, in order to go far in their sport, they need to obey their training regime. They need to obey their coach if they want to go far. If you've ever tried to lose weight, you'll know that you need to obey training plans. But as I think about this story with Jesus and Adam, we see this amazing blessing it is when obedience takes place, but also the curse when it doesn't happen. We all feel the impact and effect of Adam not obeying God. And I don't think we can sit in judgment over him and say, well, I would have done better because our sinful nature shows us we wouldn't because even today we don't want to listen and obey God because at times we feel we could do a better job. What I want to leave you with from these stories is the importance of trees. I think this is helpful because it means every time you see a tree, let it remind you the same way a rainbow should of God, who he is, what he's like and what he's done. With the Genesis passage, we see Adam and his tree. He was given a command by God not to eat from it. And what does he do? He eats from it. He deliberately disobeyed. He loved him and and gave Adam incredible freedom so that Adam had the power to choose and Adam chose disobedience. Instead of sharing God's command with his wife and standing up to the devil, he stays quiet, he does nothing and allows sin to enter the world. 
Now, let's contrast that with Jesus, who sometimes the Bible refers to as the second Adam. We see another garden, the Garden of Gethsemane, and another tree. Galatians 3, uh, verse 13, in the CEV version says this, But Christ rescued us from the law's curse when he became a curse in our place. This is because the scriptures say that anyone who is nailed to a tree is under a curse. So the tree, in Jesus' case, is another name for the cross. And instead of failing in the garden by disobeying when it comes to the tree, Jesus succeeded in the garden by obeying when it comes to the tree. And in the same way that Adam's disobedience impacts everyone and we're all impacted by sin, with Jesus' obedience, this can impact us if we continue to trust and follow him. We respond in prayer using the Bible as fuel for it. Feel free to share key prayer points from the passage that stood out to you and let me encourage you to pray about it. Perhaps take it in turns or or write them down and read them out to each other if that makes it easier. Or if you haven't taken the time yet during the series to do so. But as always, I hope to not only pray and lead us in prayer, but God willing model to you how to do this. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for the freedom you give your people. And yet we're sorry that we don't obey you as we should. By the power of your Holy Spirit, would you spur us to praise Spur us to praise Jesus all the more and thank him for his incredible love and willingness to obey even in the face of death. When we see Adam's disobedience brought death, we thank you that Jesus' obedience brings life. Help us to rest in this obedience and not our own. And may this help us to obey you every day. Not as a way to impress you, but as a way to show our gratitude and appreciation for all that Jesus has achieved. Help us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. So you may remember a few episodes back, one challenge was around our keyword of sacrifice and there were a few people not too happy with what they had to sacrifice as you each got to choose something for the other to sacrifice. Well, today's is rather similar. Here's the challenge. For a period of 24 hours, a full day, one of you has to obey everything the other says. But let's be nice people. Because at another 24-hour period, the favour will be returned. And I feel we should put some rules around this. It can't involve finance, so not like buy me something really expensive. And nothing overly dangerous, like rob a shop or lick a battery. Actually, no, 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 don't do that. Uh, But make it fair. But the point of this is to show how hard complete obedience can be. And yet the complete obedience Jesus showed us at the cross. We've also a bonus segment now, which is called Taking It Further. This is our last pod for the series, and so we want to think back together over the previous episodes and, you know, think about the Bible stories, think about maybe one key verse, one passage that stands out to you that you'd want to remember in the future. So feel free to pause and think that through or write that question down. One verse or passage that stands out to you that you'd want to remember in the future. We hope you've enjoyed this first part of the Jesus is Better series as part of the Growing Together podcast. Although this is a podcast to encourage adults and teens to grow together in their faith, remember that what you learn doesn't need to stay in that relationship. Feel free to talk about it with others, even other friends at an SU group or youth fellowship. And for your adults as well, keep the chat going. Let's keep seeking to encourage and build one another up because the Christian life can feel so isolating. But we aren't meant to do this alone, which we hope we've shown through these episodes and through what you've experienced. So we hope and pray for great conversations, spiritual growth, and as always, to have a go at the challenge. Enjoy. We hope and pray that you keep growing in your faith, growing in your relationship with each other. Let's keep growing together. God bless. 
Thank you for listening to the Growing Together podcast, a resource produced by Scripture Union Northern Ireland to help adults and teens grow in their faith together.